Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I'm here with the Boar Classics. It's Connor playing Null. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to die this episode. Aiden playing Tev. I hopefully won't die, but if the frontline dies, I die. <laughs> Nathan playing Reeton. I'm probably going to die as well, but whatever, let's do this. And Sabrina plays Harper. I will run away. <laughs> she definitely will not die. She's probably the most resilient member of this whole team. All right, it is round 13 of the great underbattle of Jorgen Fist. They have just defeated two Lamia priests and two red dragons. And now they're up against uh, Galenmir. Oh, I guess Selaval, the other Lamia priest, has survived. But she just sent off a sending to alert the master. All right, so Null, you're first to act this round. What do you do? At the beginning of my turn, I must gain four hit points. <laughs> yes. I am going to attempt to do an acrobatics check to get a little bit closer to Galamir without incurring an attack of opportunity. So you step forward. Does a 30 beat a CMD? A CMD check of 30? CMD 32. I take my attack of opportunity then. Heavy pick. No extra bonuses or anything like that. AC 39. Uh, 39 hits me. For 35 Wait, points. Is is that including power attack? It is. Okay. Displacement. Well, yeah, I have displaced. Want to roll for displacement? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Roll low, roll low, roll low. 33. Miss. 33 yeah. misses. Okay. Rolling low is good in this case. Bad for them, good for you. I have one more shocking grasp mm -hmm. left. I'm going to do spell combat. Okay. And then I'm going to deliver that through my sword. Now, there's no, like, casting defensively actions. Uh, there actually okay. is. If I don't want to incur an attack of opportunity, if he still has attacks of opportunity, he may. I would have to do a defensive casting. No, he does not. He cannot make another attack of opportunity. All right. Okay. So, I rolled an 18 on the die, which is going to threaten a critical hit. However, I'm pretty certain a 24 is not going to confirm that crit. That is correct. So, that is going to be 11 points of damage on the S-stack, followed by 25 points of shock damage. And then 25. There's no reflex save on that. Uh, it's delivered through right. the attack. Okay, Zap. He jitters. Anything else? Uh, turnover after that. You succeed. Well done. All right, Galamir turns his attention to you because you seem to be dangerous, but also Reeton is too. He just doesn't know how hurt Reeton is, and he doesn't know about you. You both look equally damaged in his mind. You have, let's see, let's just do some evaluation. You've got armor and small. Hard to hit. He's big. His armor looks pathetic. I think he's going to go for Reeton. Come on, wait, man. Has Reeton hit him? Yeah, a couple of heavy hits. Okay. Yeah, he's done 70 or 80 points of damage to him easily. So, Null just did a little bit. Mm. I tried to pull aggro. Yeah. Might want to go over the small folk first. Yeah. Oh. Oh. He takes a five-foot step back, pulls a potion from his belt, quaffs it. He then turns gaseous. Huh? Into a cloud of gas. Ugh. Oh. Like me after Taco Tuesday. Got it. Make a spellcraft check. It's a potion. The subject and all his gear become insubstantial, misty, and translucent. Ooh. So his armor becomes worthless, though size, dexterity, deflection bonuses, and armor bonuses from force still apply. He gains DR10 magic and becomes immune to poisons, sneak attacks, and critical hits. It can't attack or cast spells with somatic material or focus components while in gaseous form. 
essentially what this is doing is allowing them to fly and pass through small holes or narrow openings, even mere cracks, with everything it's wearing and holding in its hands as long as the spell persists. And the spell lasts two minutes per level. Hit him with a spell. Yeah. So he's um, essentially gaseous. It makes his material armor and natural armor worthless, which is amazingly good. So if he gets away, which he could probably do, because the cavern itself has numerous cracks all throughout it. Funnily enough, it's described that way. Tev, will you prevent his escape? I'm looking to see what I got. So I'm going to move 30 feet forward. Okay, yep. Using my knife that I have in one hand, bringing out some dust and water, I'm going to create magical Mm. hailstones pounding down. I'm casting Ice Storm. Right. It is a 20-foot radius, so I'm going to cast it at this point so it hits him and Celeval. Okay, you're going to encompass both of those? No problem. And so, great magical hailstones pound down upon casting the spell, dealing 3d6 points of bludgeoning damage and 2d6 points of cold damage to every creature in the area. You've done this before, haven't you? Uh, yes. Yeah, right. Alright, so they each take 14 points of damage. No save. Correct, no save. And for the remaining duration of the spell, creatures inside the area take negative four penalty on perception checks, and the entire area is treated as difficult terrain. Okay. Well, if it's if he's a gaseous form, does that really matter? No, he's not affected so. by that. Yeah. And yeah, you tried though. He's affected by it. He's just not impeded by it. Correct. Okay. That's a better way to say it. You're right. All right. That's all. Anything I else? Do. That's a movement and a cast. Yep. Okay. Marionetta. Oh, I, I would have called out uh, what's going on with the gaseous form. Okay, you let everyone know. All right. Yeah. Uh, spiritual weapon. Well, it's force. Ooh, she targets Galenmere. She might be able to take him out. So she'll attack with her spiritual weapon. Total of 17 misses. Although he is now different in his uh, AC. He has no material armor and no natural armor. So only his size, dexterity, deflection bonus, and bonuses from force effects apply. Oh, wow. That's why I was very surprised he would use it. AC 10. He is hit. Well, it's it's a escape method. That's why. The magic eateth and the magic yoinketh away. Oh, she does. Oh, she does. 11 points out of 8. He has 8 remaining. He is at negative 3. And so, as his humanoid gaseous form is struck by the forsyth, cuts him in half and he falls to the ground and pools in vague humanoid form uh, along the uh, the floor of the cavern. All right, Reeton. One enemy remaining. So let's talk about this. True Strike. Is True Strike just for melee attacks? I don't think so. I think it's your next attack. I'm going to take a five-foot step up this way. Oh, are you doing what it takes? I'm going to throw my Bastard Sword at Syllable. Your next single attack roll gains a plus 20 insight bonus. This is a good use of True Strike. Additionally, you're not affected by mischance that applies to attackers trying to strike a concealed target. So it's useful against creatures that are concealed, like Blurred and... Ceres. Like how Null has his concealment. So I'm going to roll a ranged attack. Mm -hmm. I believe that's what we want to do. However, her mirror images will apply. I'm going to try it. Uh, and this is going to be... This is maxed range, so minus 8 to the attack roll? Yeah, but then plus 20. But then plus 20. Mm-hmm. So 
29 minus 8, so 21, plus 20, 41. Hits. Let's see if it strikes her true. Hits an image. Ah, for 38 points of damage. And then, poof, the image hits, and then the, the sword lands in the square behind her. Worth a shot. Yep. Good try. Selaval has to step away. Uh, she is in rough terrain. She starts. Okay, so so minus five. Okay, so that's thirty feet there. So that's a double move to that location. She's up and around, moving westward now at the north end of this cavern. All right, Harper, you're next. Okay. Combat's pretty much over. We're not going to be able to catch up to Sullivan. Especially not me. <laughs> well, especially since there's these icy field in the way. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think I have anything to help with. Yeah, I don't think I, because I was preparing to attack him, but since, yeah. Since somebody else did it for you. Yeah. It's Marionetta, in fact. Well, we're probably going to be taking a rest, but if somebody needs a lot of healing, Hey-o. I can get a head start on that. Might as well start. I'm at 50 HP, which sounds like a lot. I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> for the little halfling, it's like, oh, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will start with something from my actual spell list, I, but I'm all out of third level, so it'll just be moderate. Okay. 14. I have two more that I can cast directly from my spell list. Okay. After her turn, are we? is combat pretty much over? It just depends on what you guys do. I'd like to go through at least one more round to determine what, what it is that you want to do. So, okay. null? Till the field's gone. I want to take my turn after that. Delay. Okay. Yeah. Gallanmir is, um, well, let's, he's going to make a con check at minus three. Ooh, does not stabilize. He died. That's the word. He, he goes down a con, right? Yeah, he goes, no, not con. He goes down one hit point. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But he's in the field. Does the field do any further damage? No, it does not. Okay. Okay. Tev, do you have target? I don't see her. Oh, you don't even see her. No, but what I'm going to do is, as a standard action, I'm going to dismiss the field. Ah, is it dispellable? Yes, it is. Okay. And then I'm going to move 15 feet up. Got it. Marionetta? Are we chasing, or are we going to let the thing go? Yeah, I don't think we should let that thing go to alert whatever's up above. I thought I saw some other, like, really, really big giants up there. Can I take my withheld action? Uh, yes, you can take it now in front of Reeton. All right, I'm going to do uh, a move action, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a standard action now that I could see her again. As a swift action, I'm going to use half of my remaining arcane pool, get another casting of the spell Fireball, then I'm going to drop a Fireball on her. Ooh, kaboom. Then I need to get a reflex save from her. 24 reflex save? That passes for half, so she's going to take 17 points of damage. She is still alive. She's surprisingly resilient. Okay. And then my turn is over. Your turn is over. Reading. All right. Um, I was going to just stay back, but since I have 40 points of movement, I'm going to go through there, and I can only go there because I've got to move through him. 40 points. And while I'm doing this, I'm going to be pulling out my large scythe. You can reach your weapon that's lying on the floor. Yeah, but I can't pick it up. That's another That's another move action. Yeah. So I'm just going to, while I'm running up there, I'm going to pull out my scythe. Got it. All right. Selaval, she's running forward 40 feet, and then turns southward 30 feet. Okay. And then you hear Selaval cry out, what? 
You betrayer. And you hear like a thud. Interesting. I like the sound of that, honestly. And then we introduce Clinton's second character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harper. That's as far as I can go. <laughs> You're so tiny. Okay. Round 15. Gallenmere is he's slowly dying. He's a pretty important one, so I'm going to go ahead and keep checking. Yep, he's failing. For the red caps to take care of. <laughs> Maybe. Tev, you're next. I am going to move around him and go 60 feet to Reeton. Okay. I think I just heard her die. Just uh, thought I'd throw that out there. Marionetta will follow 30, 60 feet, followed by her red cap minions. She might consider raising that thing if she wants. Yeah. Oh, he's not dead, she says. I can sense his blood coursing through his veins. You know, it'd be really cool having a dragon. Not too. An undead dragon? Ooh, right. All right, Reeton, you're next. All right, so I, I unmistakably heard her die, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I'm going to use my headband of havoc real quick, and I'm going to put that on renewed vigor. Just a reminder, it gives me 1d8 points of healing plus the con modifier for every four levels. The barbarian has obtained above fourth. This amount of damage is healed by another 1d8, so I will do 4d8 plus my con, which is, there it is, my con is eight. So 48 plus eight. 24 points of healing. And because I have regenerative vigor, every round I get two more healing as long as my rage is enabled. All right. Man, that's something you should do round one. Well, the problem is if I'm already at full health, it's a waste, but... Right. It might be round two then. Yeah. It's a standard (laughs) action, so it's an attack of opportunity. So when I'm getting hurt, there's not much... Like, I was hoping that Gallimer would stay far away so I could use it while he was throwing rocks at me. Right, right. Anyway, that's that's my turn. Right. Harper? Double movement. I'll move up there. Harper the Hustler. (laughs) And round 16. Kalanmir, let's double check you. 13 minus 5. Yeah, that's not good enough. Needs a 10 at least. Okay. Slowly bleeding out. Tev, standing in the middle of this passageway. Yes. I'm going to fish into my bag and grab a potion and then walk over and hand it to Reeton. I will gladly take whatever you're poisoning me with. Cure moderate potion. Oh, well, thanks. At 2d8 plus 10. Cool. Well, thank you. Null is next. Beginning of this turn, Null stops glowing like he's a cleric. He's then going to do two move actions, 60 feet, and pass his turn. Marionetta, she's out of healing spells. She should have some wands. Oh, she does. That's right. I forgot about that. All right. Here you go, big guy. Cast Cure Light Wounds on you for five. Yay. I assume that's me. Yep. You're the only big guy in the house. Okay. I was like, maybe it's Null. Maybe she's being patronizing. (laughs) Reeton, you're next. All right. I'm going to plus two HP to myself, and then I'm going to do 80 points of movement. So there's 40. Do another 40. All right. Huh. You round the corner. Yep. And you see a elderly female stone giant with her staff. Looks like a shamanic staff. Standing over the unconscious and bleeding body of Selaval. She turns to you and, ah, yes, uh, hero, I have something to tell you. You're, you're not going to murder me? 
Oh, no, I, I wish not any harm to you. Oh, good. Whew. So used to these uh, giants wanting to murder me for some reason. I'm not a huge fan of giants, but um, not a fan of getting murdered either. So I'm cool with a truce. I understand. She She's speaking in giant. Uh, I can speak giant. I don't have much time, but I know that if you are here to slay Machmurian, I am your ally. Come with me to a place where we can speak in peace, for I would aid you in your quarrel here. Without my assistance, you might find only your graves below Jorgenfist. I mean, sense motive? Okay, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. Oh, damn it. Because then you don't know what the die roll is. You screwed me, Clinton. Yeah, I know. You can't get a sense of whether she's telling the truth or not. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell her, hey, I have some friends back there. Let me get them. And we, we got to discuss these things, right? So let's just wait until my friends show up. They'll be here soon. She goes, gather your team. As she turns around and bashes Celeval one more time, finishing her off. I like this lady. All right, Harper. Am I hearing anything? You do hear some conversation up ahead. Reeton seems to be talking to someone. But nothing alarming. Okay. Well, we're speaking in giant, so mm-hmm. if you can understand giant. I think I do. I assume that giant is much like German, where everything <laughs> sounds violent. Yeah. <laughs> ich bin ein Berliner. Yeah. I just said, I am a jelly-filled donut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm invisible. I will just mm-hmm. charge on forward into the darkness. Yeah, you could totally do that. Oh, <laughs> right into a Reeton butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do I feel her bounce off my butt? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're currently in a four-way intersection. Anyway, Gallenmere, I'm just going to take him off the... Okay, Tev? Assuming that the Red Caps are going to take care of Gallimere. Actually, no, I'm not going to assume that. I'm going to concentrate on Call Lightning Storm and drop a lightning bolt on Gallimere. Oh, just going to take him out. Might as well. All right. This cave smells like cooked giant and dragon. 20 points of lightning. He is now dead, dead, dead. In gaseous form. All right. Null. So I'm going to go ahead and do a move. Try to get into a offensive position between Reeton and whatever's on the other side of this corner. And then take a little more of a defensive stance once I see this stone giant. Uh, She's wearing black robes, kind of a gold necklace around her neck, wielding a staff that has uh, many feathers and things like that. Uh, Let's see. Oh, that's not a staff. It's a short spear, but it's got... uh, Like shamanistic fetishes all over it. Yeah, shamanistic uh, giant runes on it. And it's a ring lord. Get her. Get her. But definitely not wearing armor. Has the iconic giant bag at her side, like all giants do. She's not going to be uh, posing a threat. I'm just going to stay in a defensive pose. She doesn't appear to threaten you. No, she's not threatening you. She's actually pulling her spear out of Celeval. Hey, I was going to do that. Now past my turn. Marionette is moving. We're moving, people. We're moving. Followed by her entourage as they clitter and clatter. Reeton, back to you. I'm going to take another two hit points and then probably regret this, but I'm going to end my rage. So now I only have 49 hit points. Oh my gosh. And then I'm just going to have the stone giant meld into me. Yeah, she's trying to pass by, but I was getting map map glitches. Oh, oh, okay. She waves to you and follow me this way. Okay, I'm going to step up. I'm just going to follow her. I don't know where she's going. 
The room is uh, just to the northwest of your current location. So I'm going to move over into the room and be like, hey, I'm Reeton. Nice to meet you. Let's go ahead and move everybody in. I'm not going to do any more rounds. Yeah. Okay. The walls of this cave are painted with red, yellow, brown, and black figures, among which are apparent images of giants, mammoths, elk, deer, and wyverns. Others are harder to figure out. Ogres, perhaps, or giant children, or even humans. The dwarves are very clear, with beards and tiny axes being crushed under enormous giant feet. A simple oil lantern lights a small altar at the far end of the cavern. A modest offering of antlers, hooves, and patches of fur have been piled in front of this altar. As this woman comes in here, she says, Husband, Vandark, rest while I speak to these outlanders. And then she turns to you. You're like, who is she talking to? So earlier in the campaign, we had somebody that talked to people. It's not really that big of a deal. Can I make a knowledge roll to see if I recognize the name? Okay. It would be knowledge history or local all right let's do history then 24 uh you heard that vandaric was a chieftain of one of the local tribes here of stone giants last you heard that he was alive noel got a 29 on his knowledge history role if he knows anything additional 29 it's i know that he's dead now yes that is exactly right you do know that he was killed recently by mock murian that bastard his son. Oh. She introduces herself as Kana the Wise. Hi, Kana. Yo. She was wife to Vandarek and mother to Machmurian. She says, when Machmurian first came to these caves, he set up this small shrine dedicated to his people's ancestral spirits. But he became more and more obsessed with the ancient rune lords and Thassalon. His interest in religion waned, and after he returned from his trek north to a place he says is called Jinshalast, his first act in this chamber was to sacrifice his father of his old tribe, Vandarek, my husband. I am now the deposed mother of this tribe, and I have tended to this shrine since Macmurian's blasphemous sacrifice. And only I know that it is my husband's spirit that haunts this chamber. Rest, Vandarek, rest while I speak. And you can kind of like feel like the paintings on the walls maybe are moving. No, no. When you look, no. Everything's fine. But when you look away out of the corner of your eye, you is it the play of shadows on the wall from the lamp? You, you don't know. Kana explains to you what happened to her husband several years ago. Okay. And then goes on to explain that Macmurian's minions avoid this cave because of Vandarek's haunting. And this is why we can keep it quiet here and have a moment to speak undisturbed. No others will come. I don't think no others are left. Well, I mean, there's a lot of giants left. I don't want to be proven wrong about that. (laughs) 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 All right. So although few visit here, Connor remains nervous and rushed. She asks you, why have you come to Jorgenfist? After a raid on a local town, uh, somebody needed to play the role of hero. Those people aren't going to save themselves. I think we're we're here to kill Mokmurian, right? He's the one who orchestrated the raid, so... I mean, unless he wants to go nicely, but seeing as he got his poor papa like yeah. that, probably not going to be an option. Yeah, basically, we Sandpoint had a raid on it, and 
we're here originally just to save the people who were brought here. And uh, killing giants is fun, so might as well do that. She raises her eyebrows at killing giants is fun. Not you. You know what I mean. Yes, I agree that slaying Machmurian is the solution to our problems. His soul is tainted by the dark forces. He was a runt, and when he could not cast spells innately, he blasphemously turned to books for his teachings. He has gone insane with power and mad with greed. Machmurian has spent most of his time here in the library level below this one. And she starts to draw a rough map of the caves. Oh, yeah. Which I have not provided. That's okay. Okay. Now, I suggest you approach from the west rather than the north. Even though that route is longer, there are fewer perils along the way. Approach from the west rather than from the north. Could I ask you a question before we proceed? Of course. You had mentioned that Machmirian had started getting a little goofy in the noodle after he came back from Zinsha last. Yes. Do you think he's under some sort of mind-affecting effect? And if so, do you think he could be saved slash redeemed? I do not know the nature of his malady. I suspect it's, it's his soul that's corrupted. He was a good boy when he was a little one, but he was wrong in heart from an early age. Oh, I see. So, I, I have another question, and this is uh, less about Machmurian and more about... Do you have healing? Uh, like, you look like you might have some spells on you, so... Well, actually, she's a sorcerer. So, no, she doesn't have any healing avail- available. Oh, okay. Things like fly and glitter dust, scorching ray, more arcane spells. Yeah. Well, listen, Kana, we are a little injured at the moment. So what I'm going to propose to you is that my allies and I loot these bodies that we just defeated in combat and make a retreat back to our base. We have some other survivors we need to make sure are taken care of before we get too far ahead of ourselves here. I, for one, would really appreciate some chance to put myself back together again. You may rest here. No other giants will enter this place. And then she closes the wall behind you. And we all suffocate from lack of oxygen. uh, A stone shape and closes the wall up, leaving this chamber sealed-ish. There are so many cracks in the walls that air freely moves about. Before you do that, can we loot those bodies and get our experience? She sighs, rolls her eyes, and then reverses the thing. Why don't we loot these bodies, send a red cap off to our... The dwarves, yeah. Uh, Sleepy, Dopey, and Grumpy. (laughs) Yeah, those ones. And Reeton. Hey! And Reeton. I'm a bugbear now. (laughs) Because I don't think we should just leave them alone. No. Yeah, we should... We should bring them here. They'll be safe here with Hana. I will not harbor any dwarves. She gets with a, a glare in her eye. Good thing we don't have any dwarves here. Yeah, good thing there's zero dwarves here. You may rest here. Okay. Do what you must, but do it quickly, and then return here. I have a few other requests of you. Please, if you encounter any more of the stone giants that are misled by the evil ways of Machmurian, please try not to kill them if possible. I understand if you have little interest in complying. My kin have brought this doom upon themselves through their own actions, but they are misled, and I hope that you will take that into consideration. As long as we can get our people back, I don't see why we can't comply with that. Yeah. What about the trolls? You may slay trolls. Okay. No problem with that. They're not of our tribe. She specifies stone giants. Fair enough. Because that's her kin. 
Right. Kana will not accompany you, but it's mostly out of stubborn respect for her traditions. It says once a giant elder has been deposed, that elder must not directly oppose the new ruler. But I'm she's absolutely comfortable answering questions about the surrounding caverns, and will cast spells on you if you wish. What happens if she defeats her son? Does she become the new leader? If an outsider takes him out, then she could retain control of her tribe again, but just her tribe. Guys, do you want to stage a coup? Let's stage a coup. <laughs> she, in fact, feels that this is the best answer. If you can defeat Mokmurian, you may be able to use his head to disperse the others. Oh, we've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I, I remember doing that. That's a Dungeons and Dragons staple. Mm-hmm. Back in the time before I was a bugbear. It's good times. Before? What, what, yeah, what were you before, she says. She eyes you with narrow eyes. A smaller bugbear. Oh. Before she parts ways with you, Kana grudgingly tells you one more thing. She fears that Machmurian has followed under the influence of a powerful evil spirit. She believes it's one of the ancient lords themselves. She's heard him whisper a name when he felt he was alone. The name is Karzug, a name she recognizes from secret myths shared by the elders. Karzug was one of those who enslaved her people in ages long past. And if Machmurian has fallen victim to this ancient lord's influence, the danger facing her people and all of Varissia may be greater than anyone knows. And with that, she steps back into the shadows. Bye, Kana. Nice meeting you. Let's go get our loot. All right. Let the looting begin. You've pretty much cleared this level. Yeah. Where do you want to start? <laughs> There's a lot of loot around. So I realize we never actually got the loot from the giant swarm. The first battle. Yes, the first battle. We never got loot for that either. That's right. Yeah, the ogre fighters and the giants there. That loot has disappeared and been cleared away. You lost the opportunity to loot. That makes sense. Okay, fair enough, I guess. What about Hurricane Durek, though? So, Hurricane Durek. Yeah, that's B14. Wait, those were the two trolls, right? Yes, the fighter trolls with their magical ransuers. So there's two magical ransuers, and I think each of them are in half plate. Oh no, magical breastplates. Do you guys want to do checks on those? Sure. All right, spellcraft checks. Uh, 23, 38, 21, 22, starting at the first two are ransuers, second two are breastplates. I think that's enough. Yeah. Plus two breastplates and plus two ransuers. Nice. Now, each disgusting guard carries a bag of filthy troll-groped treasure at his belt. Payment from Machmurian for their work here. Hurek's bag contains a large collection of colorful striped shiny stones weighing about 100 pounds. I'm going to need an appraise check. I don't know. If, yeah, I, I can't appraise, so. They are worthless stones, but could easily be mistaken for agates, onyx, and mithril, ores of various kinds. Uh. However, they're just junk. Durek, the other one, carries the real treasure. Assorted bits of armor and helmets and a dire bear skull. The armor includes a suit of half plate. I can get a fair penny. It's small, though. A masterwork medium breastplate. Six chain shirts. Medium. And a magical ghost touch gauntlet. Plus one. I'm just going to give it to you. You guys are getting so good at spellcraft now. I'm going to need uh, perception checks as you search the rest of all this loot. Noel got a 17. Rain got a 31. And Harper got a 19. Okay, you notice one of the chain shirts has a hidden pouch in its lining. 
and it contains a very large gem of clear color. I mean, it's about the size of your fist. Nice. The others say it's magical. We got some crystal meth, guys. I'll need a spellcraft check, sorry, for this one. 31. That should be enough. Let's double check. So that's a... Yeah, that's enough. Okay. It's an air elemental gem. Elemental gems contain a conjuration spell attuned to a specific elemental plane. In this case, air. When the gem is crushed, smashed, or broken, which is a standard action, a large elemental appears as if summoned by a summon nature's ally spell. The elemental is under the control of the creature that broke the gem. I mean, that sounds like something for Teb to have. Anyone can use this. I trust Teb's judgment on that. Yeah. Or Harper. She can use something like this to defend herself. Harper would be really good with that, too. Does summoning a creature count as an offensive spell with that breaker invisibility? It does not. Harper's a good choice, too. Yeah. Yeah. That'd actually be better on Harper. You don't mind, do you, Harper? Because I absolutely don't trust Marionetta. Yeah, me neither. You can command the air elemental to do anything you wish, including picking you up and flying you around. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a one-time use only? It is. Okay. And it lasts for one round per level. Per level, so 11 rounds. Yeah, Yeah, you should take it, Harper. It'll help your damage, and it'll help your... Um, damage. It also helped her mobility. And another meat shield. Yeah. Yeah. Did I give out experience for Hurric and Durek? I can't remember. No, No, you did not. Each are worth 9,600 XP to the team. They were fifth level troll fighters. Okay. Do you want to just give us the XP for everything? Okay. Uh, Selaval and Zalasar, 12,800 each. CR11s. They were eighth level clerics of Lamashtu Lamias. Two young red dragons. 9,600 each, CR-10s. And Galenmir. Galenmir. He was a fourth level giant fighter. CR-12, 19,200. All right, so each person gets 16,640 XP. Clinton, were we getting to rest in this alcove here or just heal up? You can rest. We can take a full night's rest. All right, what other, let's see, you want, okay, let's go with Galenmir since I'm on him. His items. He's got a plus two breastplate, plus one light steel shield, a plus three heavy pick. Uh, That's a good piece of item right there. Although it's large. Yeah. And a cloak of elven kind. Oh, nice. He also has 19 platinum, 18 gold, and 13 silver. Yeah. He also has two remaining potions. He's got a potion of heroism and an oil of darkness which I don't understand how it could be. And I guess you throw it or something? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I can take that heroism. Yeah, that'd be a good one for you. Yeah, I think that would be the best. Unless, oh no, Noel can't use potions like that, can he? Can use potions like that, but heroism is a morale bonus, I believe. I don't mm-hmm. get morale bonuses. Right. Okay, I'll take the potion of heroism. Okay, and then the Lamias and the Drinks, or Dragons. All right, the Lamias are next. The dragons, you look at them, of course. They don't seem to have any treasures because they were um, dominated, charmed into service. But they were branded by um, etching a star, a seven-pointed star, into a large scale on the back of their heads. And you're also noticing that every giant that you've looted so far has a brand of the seven-pointed star on them. Every one. Oh, Interesting. And then the Lamia priests also had the star branded on them as well. They had masterwork leather armor, 
plus two falchions, which are pretty good weapons, by the way. Well, and the beauty of them is if you can keen them, they're 15 to 20. Yeah, 15 to 20. They have headbands of inspired wisdom plus two each and two rings of protection plus two, one for each. Does that help anybody? I would like to take the ring, one of the ring of protection plus two. Yep. I have a ring of protection plus one as well. I, I mean, I definitely don't need it. I, if I'm going to be in the front lines, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'm in an, I mean, I don't necessarily need it, but I would really like it. No, I think you two as the main tank should take it. Because of the room Selaval and Zaelsar were in, the two incense burners on the altar are made of silver chased with mithril, and each is worth 400. Uh, let's go ahead and do some more perception checks to search the place. I got an 18. Uh, 21. Noel got a 26. Harper and Reeton didn't find anything, but Null, you see that the altar has been slid across the stone floor several times. It's got marks on it in a semicircular pattern. Let's try to move it. All right, I'm going to need strength check. That sounds like a Reeton job. Here, take my crowbar. Enlarged person would have wore off by now. I agree. Okay. <laughs> I could cast it on you again if we're really messing it up. I'll do a strength check. Uh, oh, I only got a 12. No, no, not even close. Can I retry? Yes. I'm going to use a round of rage. Okay. Let's see what happens. I got a 10. Even worse. You're just too angry. Okay. I'm going to take <laughs> 20 then. Marionetta might be able to get the red caps to assist. Or she could assist. She has yeah. 14 strength. Yeah, she could try. I'm going to take a 20. All right. Taking a 20 allows you to push aside a small altar and you reveal a small hollow in the ground below, which sit several vile books full of descriptions on how to disembowel, decapitate, drown, or otherwise slaughter all major types of giants and humanoids, especially in ritual killings and sacrifices. I'm going to start reading this and be like, oh man, this is disgusting. Who would want to read about this? As you're reading it. <laughs> that sounds like a barbarian bedtime story. <laughs> or some of the Marionetta would be interested. Oh, yeah. Marionetta is quite interested. She goes, ooh, this is an absolutely nighttime reading. Look how many of these horrific sacrifices involving the opening of a victim's belly, inserting a small but ravenous creature like a rat, and then magically healing the belly wound shut so that the creature is forced to gnaw its way to freedom in a mock birth? Amazing. I mean, we could theoretically do that with Harper. We could. She's, she's small enough. We could put Harper inside and let her eat her way out. As she turns to Harper, the two uh, skeletal heads turn to Harper as well. You know, Noel's always wondered what it would feel like to be born. <laughs> Ooh. All right, Reeton. You're the largest one here. <laughs> Belly up. For science. No, I'm good. Good, thanks. I think you need to feel what it's like to be a woman. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm very, very good. Wasn't somebody telling me that you had misogynistic rage problems? One time. One time. <laughs> While horrific, these scrolls are lavishly illustrated by a talented, but obviously demented, artist, and are worth 500 gold pieces in all. Nice. Does anyone look through all of these scrolls? Mm-mm. Marionetta, Tev? Yeah, Tev would, and Marionetta probably. Okay. <laughs> you discover one near the end is, in fact, a scroll of remove curse. Ooh, that's a good one. That might be really good to use. Tev, I, I, I suspect you would destroy it immediately. You know, in case one of us gets permanently blinded or something like that. Wait, why would I? Uh, just because you curse often and you think it's anathema to you wouldn't say it's anathema to me. (laughs) 
I'm trying my best here. You don't fall for it? All right, all right. No, plus minor temporary curses for the most part. Shh. <laughs> okay, so uh, you tuck that away into your pockets, and that should be everything. Awesome. It's cool. a fair a amount of loot. loot people. Yeah. Mm, no, right. that's that should be it. All right, everyone. Have a great holiday. Yeah, Not to we don't this. know what time this is going to release, Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a holiday nearby, that's the one I'm intending. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.